Hey all, welcome to the Slayer Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Ayer, owner of Slayer Duck Calls, a company founded on family heritage, unrivaled quality craftsmanship, and an uncontrollable obsession for hunting. Let's get to it. So here today we're with Hannah, and we are doing a Slayer Calls podcast about just her in general, because she's an awesome person and she loves waterfowl hunting. And secondly, she's a woman. So here at Slayer, we're about, you know, preserving the, the sport of hunting. And part of that is getting, you know, the youth involved, getting women involved, getting, you know, anybody who, who has an interest in waterfowl hunting involved in the sport. Victoria, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, maybe how old you are, when you got involved in, in waterfowl hunting and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I'm Victoria Hannah. So two first names, it's a little confusing. I am 26 years old and I got into waterfowl hunting, like specifically waterfowl hunting in 2014. And I went with my brother that one time and I kind of got hooked on it, but I've been, you know, in the outdoor world. I mean, since I was in diapers. So, I mean, I kind of grew up hunting and knowing about conservation and and all those things. But I think waterfowl hunting has really, really stuck to me. And I just kind of wanted to get more and more involved in that. And year by year, I just kept learning and kept, you know, trying to get myself out there. And it's been really, really great. I learned so much about it every time. That's awesome. And is uh, ducks and geese the only thing you hunt or do you deer hunt and turkey hunt or anything like that? I mean, I do it all. I deer hunt a lot out in Kansas. I turkey hunt, I bear hunt, any kind of waterfowl, you know, ducks, geese, we go dove hunting. I mean, if you can hunt it, I'm, I probably want to tell you, I want to come with you. <laughs> so literally anything. You have bears in Kansas? Not in Kansas, but there's a lot of bears in Eastern North Carolina. So that's where I'm located. I live about maybe two hours from the Outer Banks, real popular place towards that way is Hyde County. They have a lot of huge bears, people from all over the world and country literally come to Hyde County to shoot a world-class bear. And that's a really, really great experience. I highly recommend it. That is really cool. And they're black, black bears. Yep. Black bears. Yes. When you say world-class bear, are they like 300 pounds? So when I shot mine, I was in eighth grade, like I was a little kid and my bear was 562 pounds to me. That was, that's huge. That's, that's huge to a lot of people, but recently, you know, six hundred, seven, eight, nine, they get really big out there. And there's, there used to be the story. I'd have to find it. There was this bear that would go to this hog farm every night and eat like hogs, just like all night long. That bear was like over a thousand pounds. Like he was huge. Wow. Um, I did not know black bears got that big. Yeah. They're very, very big. And there's a lot of them. All right. Well, so where do you do most of your waterfowl hunting? Towards the East Coast and here in the swamps. You know, we'll go to the beach occasionally. Out towards the coast, you have, you know, the redheads and canvas backs, pintails, the more like popular ducks, I'd say. But here, you know, right down the road, like 20 minutes, we'll go into a swamp and we shoot a lot of wood ducks. Now we're just starting to see the mallards come in just because the temperature is finally yeah. dropping. But that's been really hard recently. It's been like 70 degrees and then it'll go to 20 and snowing and then back to 70 degrees. So it's been a, kind of it's been a good season, but it's been difficult because, you know, the birds are either there or they're not. Yeah. Cool. And then what is it about waterfowl hunting that you like? I mean, 
you know, it's funny because we were setting out, you know, four dozen geese decoys this morning, two dozen duck decoys, some in the water, some, you know, field decoys. And uh, the guy that we took a, one of our board members out with us, who's never been uh, duck hunting before, or goose hunting, any type of bird hunting. And he's like, man, you guys are crazy. We got up at, you know, five in the morning. To, I'm like, five in the morning, it's not even late. We typically get up at three. And so he, he was looking at us like we're crazy. But, you know, what is it about waterfowl hunting that you like? I think when I went for the first time, I was the only girl. I went with my brother and his friends and I kind of liked having a challenge. And I went out there and I saw all these guys, you know, shooting really well and they were so knowledgeable and like they could tell you what the duck was when it was flying in the air. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm determined to, to be knowledgeable about this. And I think it was the challenge that I just liked the most. I mean, with deer hunting, I love deer hunting and it's cha- that is a challenge too, but they're just very different. So I think, you know, with waterfowl, it's, you have to, your shooting has to be just right. You've got to have, you know, the right good equipment that works for you, which again, makes it more difficult for me as a woman. So it's like everything about waterfowl hunting, it's a challenge but I want to overcome it. And I just want to, I want to do better and I want to know everything. And I think I really just, I was hungry to learn. I think that was like the biggest thing. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that's, that's part of it. You know, I always wonder what got me into it. And I think that was, you know, just watching mm-hmm. birds work, watching, you know, good callers be able to turn them and set them right in the decoys, right where, you know, the plan was to put them. I was like, I want to be able to do that. You know, I want to be able to, to turn a bird. I want to be able to yeah. uh, lock up, come in and, you know, and then the whole dog part of it. Um, I think you might, do you have a chocolate lab? I might've saw on your Instagram. I do have a chocolate lab and that has been like a huge motivate motivator for me to get out and hunt every morning at like 4am. It's when you have a dog and you bring that dog with you and their drive to go get that bird and hunt and look for that bird. It is just unexplainable how amazing that is. Like you could put me in a swamp without a gun. And if I could work my dog and she goes and gets those ducks, I am so satisfied. I think that is the most amazing thing. I'm right there with you. I don't really need to shoot birds anymore. (laughs) I'd really do it. So for my dog, you know, and I, I love to eat them and all that good stuff, but I just, I'd love to just, I could go out and work my dog and be just as happy. So that's really cool so what's what's your favorite bird to to shoot as i mean mallards pintails i mean we all kind of have our favorites what's your i've been this this season i've been on like a mallard kick i've yet to shoot a mallard but any other season i'm like i can't wait to go to the coast and shoot a pintail but it seems like when you get your heart really set on a bird (laughs) that bird won't ever come (laughs) well just try again next time but I've been, I mean, we're going to go tomorrow morning and the guy said that there's a lot of mallards there. So I'm hopeful I'll get my mallard tomorrow, yeah. but I do love mallards. You know, they're just a lot bigger than a wood duck and pintails are just beautiful, but we don't, we don't get pintails here in the swamp. If we do, they're, they're pretty lost. You have to really head like to the coast for that. I don't know. I get, I mean, I get excited over a hooded meganser. I mean, I get excited <laughs> over any kind of duck. I'm like, look y'all. And they're just like, whatever. I'm like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. But a uh, spec hunt, didn't you? And was it Arkansas? I think I saw. Yeah. yeah. I went, this is my second year going to Arkansas with a all girls group, which was amazing. 
and you know we set out there to go shoot ducks but again it's like hit or miss uh with the weather and everything there weren't many ducks there but they said we have a lot of speckled bear belly if y'all are interested and I was like all right let's go and I mean, we all went and we shot, I mean, there was a big group of us. So, you I mean, we could shoot a lot, but I mean, it was crazy. Those things would just come in there like thousands at a time and we'd all stand up and shoot and they're just dropping. Like it was, that was unbelievable. And we don't have specs in North Carolina. So we'll yeah, one of the days we were hunting there, I was actually out duck hunting and uh, I was just flipping. It was slow and I was flipping through Instagram. And I saw that you were alive and I'm like, oh. I'm going to watch this. And it was awesome because when I flipped it on, you guys had some birds come in and you and a couple of the girls you were sitting next to got some shots off and it was pretty cool. And uh, I had to, you know, the hunting got better. So I got off of it and then I pinged back on a little later, I think in the evening and you guys were all by a campfire and there was, I think a country singer or something, somebody yeah. playing a guitar and singing a song. I was like, man, that looked like a really good time. Yeah. So that girl, um, the singer, her name's Priscilla Block. She is, has been my best friend since middle school. Oh, wow. I told her I was going on this Arkansas hunt. Um, another girl had met her in person and also invited her and she was like, I'll go. And I was like, perfect. And, you know, she's never duck hunted before, never waterfowl hunted, nothing. So, you know, she was eager to learn and eager to get set up and everything. And, you know, she came out there with us and it was so amazing to see her shoot her first bird. Like there is nothing like seeing somebody shoot their first bird. Like I am that person in the blind. I will get to hollering and celebrating over your first <laughs> bird. Like it was so great, but she, she loved it. And she was like, I want to do it again. I want to, I want to do more of this. I was like, that is perfect. And, you know, hopefully she'll come back again and, you know, get really more involved, but I mean, she's very busy singing, so <laughs> we shall see. Uh, that's cool. And that probably leads into, you know, a good segue into, you know, my next question was, you know, love, you know, I love to see youth get involved in, in hunting. I don't care if it's squirrels or dove or whatever, right, right or waterfowl, um, you know, to see women getting involved and seeing, you know, that big pit of, I don't know how many of there was of you, 10 or something, women mm -hmm. out there, you know, hunting, you know, to me, that's just, just awesome. So, you know, what are some of the, the barriers of, of women getting involved in, in hunting, you think? Yeah. And, you know, that's a really great, great question. I mean, for me, it's just been a little bit different because, you know, I did grow up with people hunting all sorts of things around me. So if you kind of reverse it and you look at somebody who's never hunted, never had an opportunity to hunt, they have different obstacles and they have different you know, things they've got to figure out to get involved. And I think, you know, the biggest thing as a very new person getting into hunting, whether it's waterfowl or anything, it's, you know, just understanding, you know, understanding the importance of hunting to begin with, you know, like, why are we doing what we're doing, getting up at 4am? Like, what's the, what's the sole purpose of this? And then once, you know, you start digging and understanding the importance and you have, you know, resources like SCI and Ducks Unlimited, and they provide you with these tools and resources to get involved, that really, really helps people like get their foot in the door. And then also just kind of goes back to, I mean, surrounding yourself with people with the same interest. I mean, if you're somebody who wants to get into hunting and no one around you hunts, that's, that's even harder than somebody who is around people who do hunt. So I guess like 
just getting involved and, you know, whether it's on social media, that's like a big avenue to get into these women's hunts. Like the girls hunt that I go on social media. Like if you see somebody offering women's hunts and you're like, man, I want to do it, but you're on the fence about it, do it. Like you're going to make so many connections and that's how you get involved is like just kind of branching out. Like you've got to just put yourself out there, ask questions, meet people, like message these outfitters asking questions. They love that. And don't ever let anybody make you feel intimidated. You know, I think that's, that's also a very big thing. Yeah. I think that's a great point is because, you know, if you, you know, my dad, hunt, he hunted, he was uh, huge and taking me all the time. So I was surrounded by it all the time. I grew up with friends who hunted. Right. So it was pretty easy for me to fall into it. But if you don't know somebody, there's what gun do I buy? What ammo do I buy? Where do I go? What license do I need? You know, what clothes do I need? And, you know, it gets very confusing and very overwhelming pretty fast. And I think you could bring up a good point about networking and especially today with social media, it's it's a lot easier to do that. I try to make it a point to take one or two new people every year. This year I've, I've taken probably three people I've never hunted uh, waterfowl before out. It'd be great uh, as us as hunters, if we just made that a point, like every year I'm going to try to find one person who has an interest and take them with me and uh and see if they like it if they don't you know you just kind of plant that seed and and maybe they pursue it maybe they don't but it'd be awesome if we kind of all took that as a goal or you know something we strive to do yeah and i think you know like also you know if you're kind of interested in getting out there and you know nothing and you don't really we just talked about like go take the definitely take the hunter safety course you will learn a lot leading up to, I mean, you'll learn so much in that course, you know, how to handle a gun and what to do, what not to do. And again, you'll, you'll meet people there um, with the same like-minded things that you want to do. I mean, there's so many tools and resources out there and I would definitely be taking advantage of social media. I mean, these outfitters, you see 2W down in Arkansas where I went, they, I mean, they have women's outreach literally like nothing but women's groups go. They have the guys that go down there, but you know, if more outfitters kind of did something just whether it's for youth and like newer hunters or women's outreach, doing things to kind of reach those targets to welcome them. Cause I mean, think about it. If you didn't know anything about hunting or anything and you wanted to get into it, I feel so intimidated by everything. You just kind of want someone to open a door for you. And if we can do that, then we need to do that. You know, like you said, like bringing people, bringing kids, like the SCI, their, um, their slogan at one point was, you know, hunt with your kids, not for them. And that like, my dad has like lived by that. Like you hunt with your kids, not for them. And that, that'll change your just lifestyle. Yep. No, that's a, that's a great slogan, a great thing to live by. So you know, without hunters, this sport will die off. I mean, the numbers are dwindling and, and, you know, and then, then I look at the conservation side of it too. If it wasn't for hunters, then the land keeps getting developed and pretty soon our waterfowl will be gone and wildlife and all that good stuff. So it kind of has a trickle effect. So I think it's super important. I think it's awesome that you, that you're involved in, in, in these, these groups and that you're, you know, you look passionate about it, which is awesome. So so what, who's the favorite, you know, your favorite people to hunt with? Definitely family. 
I mean, I'm married now, so I love to home with my husband. That's a really great thing, you know, as we start our family. But growing up, it was like my dad and my brother. And now that I'm married, it's me and my husband. And, you know, when we have kids, we we want to pass that down to them. So family, that's like the my favorite people to hunt with, yeah. for sure. That's awesome. I, I put that right up there, too. And I, you know, I have some really close friends I've been hunting with since I was probably eight eight years old and I consider them family and it's like, you know, being in the blind without them, it's just not the same, you know, it's kind of weird that way, but, uh, yeah, cool how that all comes, comes in a full circle. My niece. Um, so my brother has two kids. I have a niece and a nephew and my niece is five and my nephew just turned three and they got a pair of waders for Christmas. So we're going to put them in a little sled boat and <laughs> pull them out there. But it was just nice to see that. And they get, they got so excited. I mean, they're, they're so young. They don't know yet, but they're gonna, it's so great to see them that they're going to grow up yeah. knowing things like that. So that's, yeah. that's very sweet. You don't think it makes a difference, it, but it does. My, I remember my nephew, we used to carry him on our shoulders and through uh, across the rice checks, you know, to get to the pit line. And uh, he barely remembers it to this day, but he still, you know, remembers. And the only thing he really remembers is cutting the uh, duck's beak off with a pair of scissors. He's like, was that the time? I'm like, yeah, we kind of looked at you and we're like, I think he might be a sociopath. <laughs> we oh, man. Worried, we're like, Garrett, we started getting worried when we saw you doing that. So we had to take the scissors away. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone do that. So that, I mean, you're, you're exploring, yeah. you're learning. <laughs> yeah. He was being quiet over in the corner. Like, what are you doing? And we look over like, yeah, you probably don't want to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well victoria it was awesome having you on you know you're a joy you're a bundle of energy so it's awesome and i love the fact that you're you're a hunter so uh, we have to get you out here to idaho you know some of our influencers and people we're partnering with next year we want to bring some folks out here to idaho so if you don't get your mallard this year i promise (laughs) you i promise you you come to idaho we'll get you get your first green hook yeah, that would be awesome. I've never been to Idaho. It's probably a lot colder up there than it is down here. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's actually been a pretty warm winter, you know, in Austin and, and those guys from Texas were up here. They were all bundled up and it was, I don't know, 36 degrees, 38 degrees. <laughs> I was out in a t-shirt and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, this isn't cold. And I think two weeks ago, it got down to minus two. And Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty cold. And that's not normal, but the duck hunting was amazing. And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, I mean, this is, we cool. hunt with mosquitoes here. So like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's who we hunt with down here. Awesome. Well, thanks, Victoria. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, it's been great. And I do love my duck call for sure. I tell people about it all the time and bring it with me everywhere. And people really do love to, they're like, let me blow that. I'm like, yes, please do. So they love it. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to get another one. I like the all black one that you have. So I'm going to keep growing my collection. All right. We'll have to get you a goose call too. Yeah. I'd have to practice on that one. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. You too.